This is the Dennis Miller Option. Your source of opinions, stories, and laughs from comedian and inactivist Dennis Miller, his guy Friday Christian Blatt, and superstar producer Lindsay Floyd. And now, it's him, Dennis Miller. Hey folks, welcome to the uh, Dennis Miller Option. Life is easy and breezy. I had a chicken pot pie last night, folks. I tried not to chew it hard because I wanted it to come out reasonably intact so I could go back in. Is that wrong to say? No, no, of course not. Christian, well, didn't didn't you tell me you had a relative on the uh, who was the sommelier on the Donner Party? Yeah, and uh, the, the has there ever been a time we'd been on any popular medium where I haven't gone into this? Well, look, I think it's important to share, and uh, you know, he was smart enough to know that uh, he he didn't eat; he kept trim. So he never looked delicious. <laughs> so you want to, uh, th- that's California. So health conscious now, if there ever is a huge earthquake or anything else might happen, uh, people will only feast on the corpses of dead vegetarians. Um, we can see the spruce goose coming out of the hangar now, moving out towards the uh, stemper. You okay over there? Yeah, I'm good. Uh, I think he cranked up the air conditioning. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little warm. Let's get some louder background noises. For maybe because <laughs> um, so, only my right ear is bleeding. Uh, you okay? Um, good. That is one of our guests connecting early. <laughs> I had to lower the volume of it. Good. Uh, good. I love the so, way he always rolls with it. <laughs> but but listen, you can sense hate in Stemper's voice for the man, right? Oh, absolutely. I can yeah, there's nothing but disdain. We kind of play nice, but uh, yeah. I always sense right underneath that if I pushed back even a little more than the initial joke pushback, Stemper's uh, <laughs> in a in a running man tube down yeah. to HR. You know that. <laughs> he moved across country so he didn't have to hate you from so far away. <laughs> oh, I'm going cross country, got to get away. Oh, I'm going cross country. What do you mean, Stumper's back in New York? No, no, I'm here. No, no, no. He he moved from New York to here. Oh, so he came out here to be further away from me. No, no, no. Closer. His hate was too far away. Christian's like uh, Magellan with a concussion. What is this picture of you, Christian? What happened to you? <laughs> you look like Tyler Lautner or something. I haven't. Well, first of all, I haven't cut my hair in uh, five months because the... Uh... Happened just the other day. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, the photo was sent to you to let you know that uh, I, I've uh, relocated for about a month down to Orange County, and uh, I went to one of our favorite eateries, uh, Portillo's. They have one in Buena Park down the road from Knott's Berry Farm. Oh, my God. Christian. <laughs> no. I, I thought this was an old story on the Fatty Arbuckle thing, but this is you. No, no, no. This is it's me. Yeah. I wasn't uh, Fatty's type, let's just say. Oh, my God. You must be shoving these dogs in. I can't. They just put your head at the end of a slip and slide and crack your maw open with a clockwork orange type stent and then just start firing these dogs down there with one of those t-shirt cannons they use at halftime in the NBA game. Hey, folks, this is Dennis Miller Options if you didn't know for that. I've uh, I've cleared out an entire shelf in my in-laws freezer for chili dogs because uh, I I may have uh, bought heavy as as they might say. I can see it's exhibiting itself in his breastplate because I know Christian has an alternative <laughs> side business where he collects uh uh lice in a little yes. backyard uh, roundabout he has and he calls it the lice coop and uh <laughs> he's uh he's eaten so many hot dogs that expanded out there's an a and an er and the end this is Al- no. oh alice coop i'm no. sorry christian i no, thought this was lice coop no. i remember i put a little seed money into that <laughs> into my lice coop yeah you so said you came to the 
yeah, I said, well, what you said, I don't think haircuts are going to be in in the future because I think that there'll be uh, social repercussions. And I think what people are going to do is have lice literally buzzsaw the hair off their head. I hope. And uh, people want nice lice, not fried lice. Nope. They want nice lice. <laughs> so I'm going to start raising lice in a little thing called Lice Coop out back. And I said, yeah, uh, what did I push in, Christian? $75,000 for yeah. a 15% stake. Yeah, that was good. So I thought you were referring to that, but it's actually just an Alex Cooper jersey. Yeah, I, I wore that because we had him on our most recent show, and uh, that's how I... Did we play that yet? Yes, people have heard that by the time they're hearing this. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm glad I don't see your kids in this picture with you, because folks, kids have to feign some sort of respect and awe for their father. And oh. if they went into a Portillo's with Christian and watched him just laying, <laughs> literally cruising the condiments bar, like Warren Beatty in the 70s at Daisy, just chatting up. Anyway, good. Well, I'm glad you're out of the big city. Mommy, make him stop. I'm glad you're out of the big city, Christian. Oh, yeah. And uh, is Disneyland open? Uh, not yet. It's about a month away, but uh, I haven't uh, worn shoes the entire time I've been here. You know, uh, it's it's a flip-flop town out this way, so uh, I, I uh, fell in line. Yeah, I guess they're in the they're in these. It's a small world ride, socially distancing all the little yeah foliarations. What is Eurasian? Is Europe and Asia don't about anywhere, do they? I don't think so. Well. I don't know. Russia? Haven't you ever heard that phrase, uh, Eurasian? I've heard of Eurasia, sure. Is that Russia? I'm just guessing that that's what it is. Huh. I think I'm going to get a, uh, I think I'm going to get a Reuben for lunch with some Eurasian dressing because that uh, piqued my interest. And of course, Christian, back into Portillo's, yeah. where he is treated like Frank at Jilly's. <laughs> Come in, and the sirens call him on to the Frankfurter Rock. Um, what are we doing today, Christian? Who's on? What's 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 the word on the street? Things are good, right? Let me tell you, Kojak. Folks, I don't talk to anybody about anything. So if you're going to continue <laughs> to listen to this podcast in the future, know that this is now Vapid Central. Now, I'll try to make that as entertaining as I can. Sure. But know that no serious topics will be alighted on. And like I said, if you want to query me about something, anything in the news, figure out your answer to the question. Fax it to me, text it to me, or email it to me. I will print it out. Whatever exactly you want the answer to be to the question in your head about something happening in the world. Yes. I will go down, print it out, sign it, and get it notarized and send it back to you. Because uh, I'll go along with anybody right now as long as we don't have to take one further step in our relationship. That's all I ask out of my dearest <laughs> friends is uh, way beyond arm's length. Elton Brand arm's length is what I'm asking for right now. Reed Richards arm's length. Oh, now you're talking my language. Well, uh, our guests are with us. Uh, they're known as the Chicks on the Right. I think I met these women in Indy. They were very sweet ages ago. Yes, you did. Joining me now are Amy Jo Clark and Miriam Weaver, better known to you as the Chicks on the Right and their nicknames. Hey, gals, what's shaking? Hello. Hi. Listen, by calling you chicks, that's what you call yourself, right? I, I don't, I don't want to get involved in anything. I'm not debasing you. I haven't fucked your heads up here by saying that, right? We're totally going to sue. Well, jeez, you never know anymore, do you? Um, now, listen, we met on the road. We had so much fun together in India, I think it was. One of my favorite cities. And uh, yes. we met backstage and we had a, a few laughs. And at that point, I didn't quite know who you were. And then I started reading much and you made me laugh back. Tell us about the inspiration for, tell my listeners the inspiration for the website, uh, Chicks on the Right, back, well, what, it must be a decade now, right? Yeah, it's been over a decade. So the inspiration was that we used to work together in corporate America, Amy Jo as a medical writer and me as an HR recruiter. 
And I hired her actually to work at the company, the consulting firm that I was at at the time. And we became instant best friends <laughs> and started going out to lunch every day during the 2008 uh, election cycle. Mm -hmm. And even though we were not particularly political up to that point, we it was all we could talk about was this Obama mania. Mm -hmm. And so um, we were going out to lunch every single day. And it turned out that after we we're talking about it and realizing that there wasn't a lot of news out there being delivered in the way that we like to consume it. We thought, and actually it was Amy Jo who said to me one day over margaritas and chips and salsa, we should start a website where we talk about <laughs> politics and pop culture in the way that we do, kind of like girlfriends chatting over cocktails, which is exactly what we were doing. And we thought if, if that appeals to us, maybe it'll appeal to other people. Yeah. And I thought maybe our parents would read it, you know, and they, I, our parents don't read it. And we actually, we, we got kind of a following. We were surprised by the following that we got. And then here we are, you know, 12, what is it, 12 years now, 12 years later? Yeah, well, you're teased, but yeah. your, your self-deprecation belies the fact that you get, I think you get billions of page views a month, right? We, we do we okay. okay. Yeah, we do all right, surprisingly, yeah. Is it verboten to, uh, you know, like people don't want to talk about anything that they own, if it's an expensive car, expensive house anymore because of the times. Is it verboten to say how many people follow you, or is it look, uh, is it bad form? I don't know. I just, I, I, I looked up and it was in millions. No, no, no. I mean, we have, we have a, yeah, we have a, a pretty widespread um, social media following. So over 1.3 million followers on Facebook. Yeah, good for you. On Twitter, there's like 100,000. And on Instagram, there's 200,000. So we've got a pretty good following. Yeah, we've done all right, social media. Wow, that's so exciting. Yeah, except when Mark Zuckerberg isn't trying to squelch us, of course. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, listen, you, th yeah. that's his foreplay. We're talking to <laughs> Amy Jo Clark and Miriam Weaver, better known as the Chicks on the Right. Now, you have such sweet names. Why, why have we gone to Daisy and Mock? What happened there? Was it the federal pundit relocation we, program, or what, what is that? It kind of is that. We actually, well, we were in corporate America at the time, and when you are conservative, it's kind of like... Well, that makes sense. You know, you don't want to... It's it's. You you almost have to do like a coming out party when you're conservative now, right? Yes. So um, we when we were in corporate America, we didn't want to use our real names on the website because we still had regular jobs. And so that's what we did for a very long time. And then when we got to the point where we did this full time, we were like, hey, let's use our real names. That'll be totally cool. And people hated that. They freaked out <laughs> when we used our real They're like, like, don't use your real names. And they... Right. The ship had sailed. <laughs> yeah. They revolted almost. And so we weren't... We just weren't allowed to use our, our real names. We tried it and it didn't work. They freaked out. Yeah. <laughs> Now, you had mentioned uh, your social media experience. Zuckerberg's like Zorro, except the Z disappears instead of <laughs> being cut into the fabric. All of a sudden, you're gone. Uh, yeah. is, is, uh, well, tell me what you're up against there. I try to stay. Uh, I always say he's from uh, the planet Gleeborg 9. I think he's an alien. I don't think he's from this planet. And that being said, <laughs> on Gleeborg 9, he was yeah. still voted worst haircut. Yeah, I mean, totally. Even amongst <laughs> other Gleeborgians, they said, hey, brother, you're giving us a bad name in the Van right. Allen belt. Get a haircut. <laughs> Well, totally. and you know what? We also like to say that we were trailblazers when it came to being censored by Mark Zuckerberg, because yeah. this happened to us way back in the day, back in 2013. Mm -hmm. And it's because I had written a post on our website and linked to it that said, Jay Carney can kiss my ascular area. Yeah. <laughs> and it was reported en masse by lots and lots of leftists who, of course, took offense to it. And then um, I was unable to get into our account the very next day. Thankfully, Amy Jo was still able to. And so she went on a tear yeah, on, big... you know, to all of our followers saying, you got to spread the word. We're getting censored by Facebook. And then Todd Starnes of Fox News Radio mm -hmm. picked up that story. And that's when our names became public for the mm -hmm. first time. So that was really exciting. But yeah, yeah, it's been happening for a long, long time. It was exciting, but we were also free. We also were kind of scared because we were like, oh, crap, you know, our real names are out there, too. And now we have to fess up and and say out loud that we are, in fact, conservative. And here we are, we're doing the site. And so that was like the first time that everybody knew who we were. And um, and people, and then we were outed, you know, so. It's odd that uh, you have to live in 
But you do kind of folks. Yeah. I'll just tell you, I'm, I know people know I'm conservative on certain things, socially liberal, but conservative on other things. And it mm-hmm. is odd to be outed in a way because, uh, well, lately I noticed that everybody's telling me to stay inside on social media. And I thought, boy, I've never <laughs> had more people who wish me dead worry about my health. <laughs> than right now it's uh, everybody's uptight about me staying in <laughs> hey living with chronic pain is the worst it's more than a feeling of discomfort it can affect your whole life many of my listeners probably have some type of pain that has prevented them from relaxing and sleeping or even stopped them from exercising perhaps it's been ongoing for a few weeks now and hasn't improved with any of the treatments they've tried I know that, uh, well, I, you must get bored with me talking about my right knee. Uh, or is it my left? Well, one of my knees. No, it's my right knee. <laughs> I think I stepped in a hole when I was oh, mid-puberty. That's why I'm kind of confused on which side it was. But it acts up first, usually when I hike. Oddly, when I hike down a hill and not up a hill. So don't quite know what that's about. But... Regardless, enter Omax Health. If you're looking to get rid of nagging muscle and joint pain immediately while providing long-lasting recovery, then you need to try the natural breakthrough pain relief solution, CryoFree CBD Roll-On, developed by Omax Health. This non-prescription triple-action pain relief roll-on is specially formulated to block pain receptors, reduce inflammation, and improve muscle and joint flexibility. And the best part is this 100% natural CBD-powered remedy works its magic within 10 minutes of application and relief lasts up to eight hours, much, much longer than over-the-counter products. I hurt my knee originally trying to go over-the-counter to get an over-the-counter product. What, what about the irony of that? That's when Omex came into my life, healed me up. Omex Health is offering my listeners 20% off a full bottle of cryo-free CBD pain relief roll-on plus free shipping. This discount also applies towards any product site-wide. Just go to omaxhealth.com today and enter code MILLER. That's O-M-A-X health.com. Enter code MILLER to get 20% off cryo-freeze and anything else site-wide. Still not sold? Well, was watching golf yesterday and they're back after a long layoff and i can tell you pro athletes such as pga pro golfer kyle stanley uses cryo free cbd to recover both on and off the course and go look at the product reviews they've got 95 percent five-star reviews page after page of customers saying they've tried everything and omax cryo freeze is so good they're now buying it for their family and friends, too. Anyone from athletes to Grandma Josie can benefit from this immediate pain relief. You have pain that won't go away, and then you qualify for Omax CryoFreeze. Simply roll it over where it hurts and ice out the pain. No messy creams, horrible fragrances like some of the other products. CryoFreeze works within 10 minutes of application, improving physical training, recovery, and performance. So go to omaxhealth.com. Enter code Miller to get 20% off CryoFreeze and anything else site-wise. I'm telling you, you, this product is the real deal. So go to omax, O-M-A-X, health.com, and enter code Miller to get 20% off and then 20% off anything site-wide. Miriam Weaver and Amy Jo Clark are with us. You know them as the chicks on the right. And uh, under their nom de plumes, I think Amy's Daisy and Miriam's Mock. That's right. And uh, they're back. Uh, you're still doing it out of Indy, right? You're still back yeah. there? Yeah. Yeah, um, we're just down the street from St. Elmo is one of your favorite haunts. Oh, God, that uh-huh. place. That's, that shrimp sauce or hot sauce is unbelievable. I know, right? It's you know good. what my favorite thing about that place is, is watching people blow on their shrimp. <laughs> Right? That's yeah. That you know happens. what I'm talking about? Folks, like, it's going to help. What a <laughs> great know. local observation. Right? <laughs> it is so hot that it it's literally so feels like they flambated or something. <laughs> oh, that is funny. It's like, it's not going to help you. <laughs> I think the last time I was there, I had dinner with a. Uh, he was such a nice guy. He seems to, I think he was such a nice guy. He decided to drop off the national stage, Mitch Daniels. What's Mitch up to? He went to Purdue, right? Oh, He's Mitch. the president of Purdue. He yeah. is. And he is, he has made it. So the tuition has stayed exactly the same for like 
eight years, you know, it's unbelievable. He is a testament to, to presidenting of a, of a, <laughs> of a university, right? He's so great. Oh, what a grim job right now, though, if you think well, about it. Yeah, he knows how to do it, though. Miriam, I say Miriam, I'm sorry, Mock, what, what are we calling you right now? We're calling you Miriam. <laughs> Miriam, Miriam, what the hell are we calling you? Miriam, she, she cried so hard when he didn't run for president, you know, because she, really, she really wanted him to guy. be president. Yeah, he's a good guy. We really like him. And oddly enough, if I had known he was going to go on to Captain Purdue, I would have ordered a uh, shot and a beer. Uh, yeah. and welcomed him into the Boilermaker world. Dad, but, dude. Um, Boiler up, uh, <laughs> Where is Indianapolis at right now, by the way, in the phased, uh, the lingo is so intricate now, <laughs> phased reopening? Phase four, thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> well, what, is, what exactly does that mean again? Like, we have no fireworks, but we and we have no, like, our pools aren't all open, but we, like, Miriam and I went to a restaurant today and had lunch. Sort of, mm-hmm. right? Like we can do that. Yeah, I mean, there's social distancing and there's still a lot of restrictions in terms of capacity in various restaurants. In fact, interesting St. Elmo story for you, Dennis, is that I was trying to have a Father's Day celebration. I'd made reservations um, way in advance for seven people at St. Elmo's and I mm-hmm. was called recently to confirm and they told me only six people max at a table and we would have to be split up and not congregate with one another at each table. And mm. so I ended up having to cancel because I thought that was so dumb. Yeah. Meanwhile, we got protests happening. I thought you were gonna tell me you, uh, I thought you were gonna tell me that because he's so selfless, you asked your dad to stay home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, that's what dads do. Happy birthday, dad. <laughs> yeah, that makes a lot of sense. They take the hit. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, but, I mean, all these restrictions are based on absolute not nothing, right? I mean, there's no science. data and science, and it doesn't no. make any sense at all. No, I mean, all these governors just have their power pants on, you know, like they're super <laughs> tight power pants. Yeah, they're jodhpurs. Yeah, <laughs> but at least we don't have Chaz. Is it Chaz? The Chaz. It's, it's, it's now. changed now to Chop. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, the Chop. We don't have that. So uh, we, yet, that's. that's yeah. Well, you have to find out how to do. Listen, I'm in California. It's the fertile crescent between Tigris and Euphrates rivers of assholiness, and you have to figure out how to do. Uh, you have to do workarounds here. Like I can't get a plastic straw at an eatery, but if I say to them, "Well, can I have a syringe to draw the, li- the liquid up into it and then inject it into my mouth?" That I can get, and it's you free. You can do and that. Yeah. It. yeah. So j- there are workarounds to be had out there. Yeah. You know, there are times it's so idiotic now that I often I, I think to myself boy what a what a quick world it is now I find myself longing for uh Bernie Sanders actually what do you get uh, <laughs> what was that did I hear a Bernie voice what do you gotta bring me into this Dennis Miller <laughs> I sound nothing like him but everything <laughs> like him Bernadette Sanders has made an appearance <laughs> I can't. Bernie must sit at home. Uh, well, put it this way: um, he Bernie folds quickly when they tell him to. You know, he's 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 pretty good about the lapdog thing. See, Bernie is one of those revolutionaries uh, on a pension. You know, usually you, you never saw Zapata at a CVS counter arguing about a Lipitor copay, but Bernie answers the call when they snap, and he's out. But he must look at Biden and just think, I can't believe they. They whacked me for this guy. Uh, he, uh, He's like, I could have been a contender. Yes, yeah, exactly. That guy. Yeah. I think it was President Trump's birthday in the last couple of days, and I saw yesterday. Yeah. that he uh, got 14. I don't know if that's a lot. I don't follow fundraising that much. It said it was a lot, but I don't. You never know who you're, who's commenting on it, but he got $14 million on. Uh, on donations yesterday. Wow, um, really? Really? Yeah, they say it was his biggest day, so I guess, uh, I don't know, I guess people are watching yeah. uh, the, the the world around us, and maybe some people are, you know, for Trump's birthday, they decided to blow out the dumpster fire or something. And uh, That's awesome. <laughs> Today, they were saying that a lot of people were complaining because they said that his wife didn't wish him a happy birthday, so... Oh, for God's sakes. Right. You know, I know people hate Trump, but even the people who hate him the most must admit nobody in the last three and a half years has been under more assailing on more things. I mean, uh, 
Exactly. It's just you got to look at the guy and go, boy, he he does look like he's eating too many burgers. But uh, that is an indefatigable son of a bitch because he has had a fecal storm coming down on him <laughs> since the moment he was elected. We're uh, totally. talking to our friends Amy and uh, Amy Jo Clark and Miriam Weaver, chicks on the right. And they also, um, God, you guys work your ass off. The, ra the radio show airs weekdays in Indianapolis on FM station 93 WIBC. What's been on everybody's <laughs> mind lately? Chaz, Chop, or what are people in Indy talking about? Yeah, Chaz and Chop and like cancel culture, all of that is such a big story right now. And of course, the election. Yeah, yeah. We talked a little bit about Howard Stern today and cancel culture and everybody just, I feel like everybody's getting canceled for everything nowadays. Like you say the wrong thing and they're like, you're fired. Like you can't. It's so different than it used to be like when we were growing up in the 80s and the 90s and everything is just, everything's different now, right? Yeah, but listen, you know, people always say, well, and I hear people say this and I'm not sure they're right on this, but I'm a bit of a half empty glass guy, a bit of a pessimist, but I always view myself as a pragmatist, but people always say, well, that will turn eventually when too many people get canceled. I'm not sure about that. I don't know if people yeah. have studied history. I don't know. If, there's a brilliant film from around a dozen years ago that I would go back and watch. It's called The Lives of Others, and it's about uh, the Stasi in East Germany. It's a wonderful film. I, it's entertaining uh, to the point. I don't want to say it's a documentary, in other words. is what I, It's a theatrical release. It's a great film, and I would encourage everybody to go back and watch it because you know something? It doesn't have to flip back around for a long, long time. Once it gets to the point where they're going after, did you say Howard Stern now? Yeah, yeah, they're going after him now. Well, I mean, Howard makes offerings all the time to the liberals, so maybe it's the uh, Valchef himself. But uh, listen, eventually they do come for everybody. I saw these this country western group evidently has stepped in it again. They were called Lady Antebellum, <laughs> and they yes. changed their name to Lady A, and now they're what is the full story? A woman's accusing them. So this is this is my new favorite story, actually, because it was <laughs> la late last week that Lady Antebellum decided because their name, you know, refers to pre-Civil War time, that is racist, and so they decided they needed to change it to just Lady A. But they didn't do their homework, and so they apparently didn't bother to Google whether or not anyone else in the performing arts was actually using that name. And so it turns out that there's a black soul singer from Seattle who actually writes a lot of songs right, that have to do right. with racial injustice, who goes by Lady A and has for over two decades. And so now she is accusing them of white privilege because they didn't bother to reach out to her first. Yeah. Listen, when you bend, when you bend to the woke crowd, that is what you get. Yeah. yeah, I would tell her that she need only go back to Hester Prynne and Nathaniel Hawthorne's The Scarlet Letter, uh, where Hester Prynne had the original Scarlet A on her. <laughs> so there was a Lady A way back when. And if the band has to change their name again, I would encourage them to just throw a dart and pick something completely capricious <laughs> and unrepeatable like Lady Gaga or something like that is what they should probably go back. Yeah, I mean, they're going to have to choose something just random at this point. It's like a nomadic vernacular tribe where they can only sleep under one name on any given night. <laughs> and then they have to get up and move through it's the cultural crazy. desert the next day. It's just nuts. Uh, the gals published a book in October of 2014. I have a copy. Oh, they're sweet yeah. enough yes, to Yes, that's right. You do. It's called uh, Right for a Reason. Life, liberty, and a crapload of common sense. I don't think you'll be able to pick them up in Indy on the radio unless that's one of those, what are they called, flamethrower stations. But you can check them on the podcast. Uh -huh. The Chicks on the Right, they are Amy Jo Clark and Miriam Weaver, better known to you as Daisy and Mock. And uh, you were it was so sweet to me when I met you. I have fond memories of you. I hope your lives are good, and go get them, kids. Thank you Thank so you. much. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. All right, nice to talk to you. And you too. Uh, they were lovely dames, and we laughed our tuchuses off backstage. And uh, Christian? Yes, sir. Let me bring it back around. Is there a Portillo's in uh, Indy? That's how Christian knows everything. <laughs> yeah, I think they, I'm pretty sure they do have them there. Yeah, they, they uh, stretch way out from Illinois. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get the Maxwell Street Polish. They were very sweet, but you know, Christian, they are in the political world, and I'm not anymore. So yeah. I had to, I had to nibble no. on the surface and then move on. 
What's the number one sign of a bad home security system? A home security system is so complicated you never use it. This is exactly the type of security system Simply Safe has spent a decade fighting against. They believe that simple is safer, and it's exactly why Simply Safe is the home security system for right now. When feeling safe at home has never been more important. Simply Safe was designed to be easy to use while protecting your whole home 24/7. Order online with the click of a button. Open the box, place the sensors, plug it in and your home is protected around the clock. No technician or salesperson has to come and disrupt your house. You don't need to pay any outrageous monthly fees or sign a 2-year contract. I've got them all over my property and my house Make San Simeon look like a photo hut. I kid. Simply Safe was named the best overall home security of 2020 by U.S. News and World Report, and their 24/7 professional monitoring and emergency dispatch starts at 50 cents a day. Whap! Head to simplysafe.com/miller and get free shipping and a 60-day money-back guarantee. That's simplysafe.com/miller to make sure they know that our show sent you. Now, the last time we were on, I wanted to talk about soups. Yeah. And we got waylaid. We sure did. But I'm going to try to get around to soups in every episode I do now. Folks, um, sorry, this is what it's been reduced to. No, Somewhere around, the, no doubt I'll be... Uh, soup talk will be uptight because, you know, if you mention vicious swans... Ooh. I don't know about that. Cold and you're attacking frigidity. You know, yeah. you just never know anymore where this goes. So let me let me go around the room. I'm gonna start with Stemper. Yeah, because he's back there. You know, you know, he, he occasionally he'll let you know he'd like to be talked to, and he'll throw up a door to a loading dock while we're in the middle of something. <laughs> but by and large, Stemper, don't overthink this. I know sometimes when civilians get in the exciting, fast-paced world of podcasting. They tend to get a little loquacious. I'm going to just say to you, what is your favorite soup? Stemper. Uh, butternut squash. Oh, Christ. That's like my least favorite. <laughs> oh, I knew it. So sad. You're shitting me, Stemper. That is like, <laughs> that's like tomato with no tang in it. Butternut mm. squash soup. Depends on who makes it. I've made it myself, and I did not do a good job, but Hale and Hardy's <laughs> butternut squash soup is really good. Wow. Well, <laughs> figures. That's why you're on that side of the glass. <laughs> Out here in the exciting world of showbiz, I'm going to say, ah, I'm not going to, I'm going to go last. Uh, Christian? Hot dog soup, that is. <laughs> I just drink the water. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a big <laughs> lobster bisque guy. That was Albino's order. Oh. Every time I'd go out for dinner with Al, Al Michaels on the road for a uh, Monday night football lobster bisque, and then a nice steak, just shy of medium rare, almost rare rare, and never had a vegetable in his life. I've told you that story, and I mean never. I've had two guys I've had dinner with who are like that. Costner, uh, I don't know if his history dictates he hasn't had vegetables, but I do know when he's out for lunch, he'll insist that nothing uh, green appear on the plate. And he, he'll really even uh, tighten the screws down a little and say, including parsley. He just doesn't like it. Wow. And, you know, I was thinking about it. Well, why shouldn't people really specify? I, I don't think people should do a whole reorder. Maybe one, once in a while. You know, when they change their order completely, that, that meander gets to me a little. But by and large, if somebody has their order down, I love it when they put it out. Now, coffee, it's a little precious because, you know, you're in that line and God, some of the coffee orders are so intricate they're like a rube goldberg order but uh if you like your st if you don't like anything green on the plate that it makes you blanch i certainly understand you know i had an incident recently with chili yeah uh pinochet's ghost came up and grabbed my head no um i was i ate some of the best chili i've ever had in my life i won't say where but it was so good that i had a huge second bowl of it and do you know, wow. much like that whiskey you drink in your sophomore year in high school, and you, you can't drink whiskey again until your mid-20s, I'm having trouble eating chili now. And uh, the chili I ate was so good. 
it's just that I got so full now I have some sort of, what would one call it? Uh, I think uh, the great uh, sous chef, L. Ron Hubbard, re referred to it as some sort of, uh, you know, a spilkus engram or something, where I got yeah. so bloated from it that okay. I haven't been able to eat chili uh, since. He wrote about that in his book, Diuretics. <laughs> Did you hear this? That's Bruce Lee. Oh, Christian is water. <laughs> really, just let me stabilize for a second. And uh, you know, I, 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 I'm not saying it's the New Yorker cartoon. No, uh, I'm looking no, at my no, day no. planner. What about uh, never? Is never good for you? You know, there. But it's folks, quick, weird elements. I and most importantly, I, an absolute fucking genius, didn't see it. <laughs> yeah, if you didn't see it, diuretics. That is well, that's the key. I'm trying to fudge that over with other things that supposedly play into that <laughs> equation. But the fact that I didn't see diuretics, Christian, you knew it was sweet right away. Give me the give me the feeling, man. How quickly, instantaneous, right? I tried to to keep it because i was like tripping over you trying to make sure i got it in before before my uh i lost my spot sammy that's so sweet the shot clock was down to 0.5 seconds but uh, i got it in right at the buzzer because i i i the setup folks think about that was some sort of spilkus um <laughs> engram imagine being handed spilkus engram and going to diuretics I'm telling you, Kristen, how long have I been with you? That's in your Mount Rushmore. That's one of your four great, you know, you know, I think the world of you, the ability to, you are in Candy Spelling's second wrapping room when it comes to taking <laughs> shit and putting a ribbon on it. But that is sweet. Ooh. Anyway, um, so I'm having trouble with the chili. Oh, I was thinking of Al. I, I was thinking of Al led Costner. Costner would never have anything green on his plate. And Albino as I told you, never had a vegetable. And I did meet his 85-year-old mother one day. I said, he's always telling me this apocryphal tale. And I know I've told you this on the show, but we get new listeners all the time. Not. Um, but uh, I said, did I, is it true Al's never had a vegetable? And she said, exactly true. And, uh, you know, it turned into a, you know, you sit at the table till you finish it. The next thing you know, it was, she'd look over and Jimmy, you know, Al was Jimmy Stewart passing on the telegrams from the kids. And uh, Mr. Smith goes to dinner. So anyway, um, lobster bisque and uh, Stemplensky with the, I'll have vanilla. <laughs> hey, vanilla's good. I was going to say chicken noodle, but I thought that'd be too boring. No, geez, that's a strong call. Although I like a straight noodle. You know, I'm getting, Christ, the last bowl of chicken soup I had, they said, uh, I said, where's the noodles? They said, it's oricata. I go, what is that? It's like a tiny ear. And I go, what am I, fucking Teo Van Gogh? Give me some chicken noodle soup. I don't fucking anything in my soup shaped like an ear. <laughs> and then they, the small carrots have been turned into a proboscis. And the worst thing for me is the chicken lumps. Huge honking penises. Shaped. I can't eat. Penis-shaped chicken. <laughs> Speak for yourself. Wasn't that an old Cab Calloway hit? If I'm not mistaken, <laughs> Lindsay. Oh, 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 oh. Um, see, I'm, I'm gonna one-up Stemper. I like chicken tortilla soup. Thank you. Mmm, that's a nice soup. I know, right? Little avocado, little cilantro on top. Mm. They have a nice one up here near where I live, but I don't know if anything's open now uh, because of. Uh, the uh, Death Star thing. The vid. Christian, would you rather have this coronavirus or a big spaceship that landed and uh, you were time-sharing with Mark Singer and all of a sudden there were people who were lizards underneath? Do I get to go on the spaceship? B. <laughs> is Michael you remember inside that there with me? And by the way, there is now on Netflix, God, these stations are getting a specific 24-hour Beastmaster where they just run the Beastmaster with Mark Singer on a perpetual oh loop. My favorite <laughs> soup. Let me think for a second here. I'd have to say the Tuscan tomato soup at Eat on Manhattan's Upper East Side with uh, a grilled cheese sandwich. 
And I know you're saying, listen, what are you commingling? <laughs> but you put the grilled cheese in on that thin bread and it just sops that soup up. And then I eat it. I remember once I was down in the pier area of Santa, uh, Santa Barbara. Now, here's how my life goes, Christian. I think I might have told you this story, but if I did, eat it. Uh, it was a long time ago. I was still hanging with Rob Lowe. I know Rob and I haven't seen each other in years. and uh, But at that time, we were on separate boats going out of the harbor with our kids to maybe do some fishing. He was across the way, and we pulled out of the harbor. And this, uh, I'm working this off the sopping up the soup at eat, which is a pleasurable experience in the sopping field. This, the bookend on that, my least favorite sopping thing. So we're around... 30 feet away from each other, pulling out of this dock. Or I forget what it's called. Harbor, wharf. There's so many words for where boats get near land. Uh, invasion. But um, it was so skanky and it had so much oil on it. It's never like Quincy, you know, where Jack Klugman's getting an Oriola rub from Miss June with a SPF 30. Uh, and Brett Summers in the background hating it, but loving it in a weird way, knowing your man was able to. Anyway. Um, Gene Rayburn there with his mic up at a 45 degree angle. Dr. Fallis. So anyway, Rob uh, sops up some water on one of those big sponges that they use uh, when you sop, you know, get soapy water to do your car. Throws it at our boat. I see it coming in. And I must have been like Bartman at Wrigley where I thought, oh, my God, this is coming at me. This is coming at me. And then I was going to say, hey. It hit me in the mouth. It hit me in the mouth, and that water went into my mouth. Oh, my God. That's terrible. <laughs> I made the boat go back. I stayed near the hospital for a week in case I had to get right in there. I was oh pissed at God. Rob. <laughs> and, I, and, and then when I went to make a TV show about it, Larry had beaten me to it. <laughs> so there's my best sopping experience ever. The Tuscan uh, tomato oh. soup with the grilled cheese at Eat on, uh, where would that be? My 82nd? 82nd in Madison? Expensive, folks. I think I think to get that sandwich and soup, you're going to look at 30 bucks. But what are you going to do? Did I work my ass off in shitty clubs in the, you know, uh, out in the uh, non-90210 area codes to make a, a sweet taste? To just sit on it all the time? No. I always told you, Christian, one day I'm going to make it big and I am going to buy fromage and bread and various soups. <laughs> you throw me for a loop. I love you, soups. Gotta go watch Gwyneth on the goop. <laughs> Uh, didn't you tell me, Christian, that you you have uh, dual closets in your home, and you had boughten, <laughs> boughten to invent a word, <laughs> boughten is uh, Artemis Prime's name. Yeah. <laughs> when he goes into the past, he becomes a boughten. But you had boughten. Bought... <laughs> <laughs> I did buy it. That you had. Uh, no, no, it was your wife had bought you a candle for your nook that smelled like Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina, right? Yes, she she did, yes. And then you <laughs> returned a favor by buying her a car deodorizer that smelled like Brad Falchek's dick. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, not if you're mistaken. not going to let me tell the story, what's the point of me being here? <laughs> Folks, I'm sorry I'm meandering, but nothing's no, nothing's really good enough after diuretics. I mean, really, I'm still sitting in awe of that joke. I'm just trying to rope a dope here to fill the time, but I keep going back to why can't I write jokes like that? So there you go. I think that's our show. Are we full up at the end? Uh, I would like to uh, play two voicemails, one of which uh, revisits something that uh, we pitched out there. And I want to always encourage people to leave us voicemails at 866-509-RANT, 866-509-7268. Because we should all get to know each other because yeah. uh, we're, we're all in this. To, uh, let me see. Where's my note? Together. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I'm going to call everybody in America until they all listen. Uh, vo we're all in this uh, together. <laughs> 
voicemail number six, Alan in San Antonio. Just wanted to say your Kathy Valentine interview last week was just phenomenal. I immediately went to Audible, bought the book, and started it tonight. And what a joy it's going to be. I know you finished The Wire. A couple of recommendations for series, uh, if you haven't already seen them, are Bosch on Amazon Prime and Justified. Christian, Lindsay, y'all rock. Thanks for all the great things your your podcast brings into my life. Thanks. Well, Christian, when you hear somebody speak from the heart like that, you have only one question I could ask you is, uh, who's Kathy Valentine? <laughs> it's a great question. You uh, spoke with her. She was the uh, bassist for the Go-Go's. You had a lovely chat with her. Oh, the Go-Go's bassist. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You had a fantastic conversation with her. Oh, folks. I, I'm sorry to say, but uh, when I when I leave this thing, I go right to the total recall chair yeah. and have a complete wipe done. So, yeah, that was. A People don't get to hear it, but before every podcast, I always reintroduce myself and Lindsay to Dennis so that he knows who we are. Like Carby <laughs> did a movie where he had amnesia every night. Do you remember that? Clean slate. Go ahead. There was a sandwich. Okay, too. here's and our last voice. Lindsay, now. Lindsay, men time, men time. Right <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. Sorry. You want you to go. What's mail number five? Chad from Canyon Lake. Chad. Hey man, DM. If you thought Chad from Canyon Lake had good voicemails to leave you when he could practice and rehearse and premeditate and do all that sort of thing, just wait till you have a live line and Chad from Canyon Lake can call in live with no rehearsal. No. Uh, okay. Third show, call in. You love us. We love you. Uh, check mark. Thank you. Have a good day. Oh, so God, Christian, I feel like you're gaslighting me. I don't know what that was about. <laughs> this was the idea of possibly doing a third show every week where people just call in and, you know, I had pitched the... I remember I pitched that to Westwood One. They looked at me like I'd said no onions at a McDonald's drive through window. Like everybody <laughs> flamed like they will never have live calls, right? I mean, we we can. That's why I was bringing it back up. Is that uh, it's you know something we can do for one of our regular two shows a week just to try it out and see how it goes. If you like. Well, that. I when did I first ask you this? I remember I came in, and uh, <laughs> they were just about to use. It was you were born around Christmas, so they had one of yep. those walnut crackers. They were going to take your umbilical cord apart with, and uh, I said, "No, no, that's so yesterday. You just bite it." And I bit your, and that's where we first met, and. See, you do remember. I looked down at you and I said, one day you will write. Well, actually, I had to go. One day you will. <laughs> one day. <laughs> you will write the best diuretic, dianetic joke ever. And you looked up and you peed up on my face and laughed. But, um, or was that last? No, I'm sorry. That was last week at lunch. Yeah, I still do it. Anyway, I'd love to. I've been asking for that phone call thing, really pre-Alexander Graham Bell. I remember coming <laughs> to you. It's saying like if they ever invent something, uh, who did he call, by the way? And that was the weird part of that story. I remember he called uh, some some guy he went to college with, and he masturbated on the phone with him, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, he had a very sexy voice. It was like autofocus or something. <laughs> I'm sorry, folks. Should we take that joke out? There are people who don't like the dirty stuff. Who are those people? Those are people that are not subscribed to this podcast. People subscribe yeah. to this podcast. They appreciate that. Well, listen. If they have, uh, if they have the ability to take phone calls, why don't we try it just once? Yeah, I would like to try it. Well, when when would that happen? I feel like we'll around ten years from now. Well, forget that. I'm 66 now, Christian. You're gonna miss yeah. me. I know. You, I know you don't think so, but you're gonna no. say, "I'm. I miss Dennis." And, Look, uh, I I miss you already, and I do a show with you twice well, a week. Listen, you you don't miss me. You miss the vague, vague ping of my my former career. But um, <laughs> it's whale sounds. My career is now yeah. whale sounds. Whale. <laughs> Yeah, he used to be in M&M's commercials. <laughs> I did do an M&M's commercial. Oh, oh if I told you what I got paid for that. 
<laughs> That's the hardest I've ever made a rally laugh. Uh, was that night they lowered? They lower so Howard Stern down from his ceiling and did his crotch go into Eminem's face? Do you remember that oh. at the MTV Awards? <clears throat> it was just the weirdest confluence. So Rally puts it up, and it was like Dianetics Diuretics. I had a quick gather. He's like, you seen this clip? And I said, well, some people like their Eminem's with nuts. <laughs> Hardest I've ever made a rally laugh. Um, all right, so uh, good, good playing those two things. We had a nice out around ten minutes ago, yep. and you know now we're in a uh, prostate test. Talk about slowing it down. No, no, those were both beautiful. And we uh, love Alan and Chad. They both left great voicemails. Oh, they're super nice guys. Guys, yeah. you realize that I have to piss on the uh, yeah the voicemails. That's just pro forma, but those are very sweetie both. And uh, I didn't understand the second one at all. Well, you barely understood the first one, too. It was, it was his name first off Chad or Chaz? Oh, no. It's Chop. <laughs> That's what I was saying. I, I couldn't tell if he was saying this is Chad. Was that Chad? That's Chad from Canyon Lake, yes, sir. Are you saying Canyon Lake? Canyon. All right. Well, I'm just <laughs> trying to... Listen, I'm demarcating. You know, like Diane Canyon? <laughs> And you know Trump was born in Kenya. I don't have to tell you that. Dr. Corsi wrote a book about it. I know that Trump was born in Kenya. <laughs> Dr. Corsi, what's he? He he slipped it, right? He was going to go to jail, too, with Stone. Yeah. And, uh, well, look, can you believe that whole thing boiled down to going after Jerome Corsi? <laughs> no. I mean, really, is that just the crazy? He was the... I don't know Dr. Corsi. Uh, I'd have never met him, but we talked to him on the phone. He always made me laugh. He seemed to have a great sense of humor about his books. Some of them, like the one, the fiction one, The Shroud Codex. Oh, that's a good one. Which was like, uh, it was like the Da Vinci Code meets Valley of the Dolls. <laughs> it was <laughs> just exactly so great. It, it would lurch back and forth between uh, <laughs> biblical uh, scriptures that were written under somebody's elbow shoulder in some bizarre pain paul bettany self-flagellating with a schwinn <laughs> bicycle chain ceremony and then she turned him around to the front there was no scripture but there was a pectoral that you could land a sikorsky <laughs> on you know they got all horny it was yeah. so weird <laughs> and that's what they came down to i couldn't believe that that's they're going after jerry corsi Oh, well, I got to get out of here because I got to stay one step ahead of it, folks. And uh, <laughs> no more politics. I will. Uh, let's see. We did soups today. We did. What would be a thing that we could talk about next time? Salsas uh, or uh, favorite Mexican mm. food? Oh, or, absolutely. Is that trouble? Oh, can you say Mexican mm. food? Or no, am we can I appropriating? say Mexican food. Yeah. Well, All you right. Know what? Next day. Everybody's going to have to run their menu by me. I'll make sure there's no items that uh, might be objectionable in this day and age. What well, you're treating me like Alfonso Capone or something at a round table with a bat in my hand. Why do you defer so quickly? I just I was trying to wrap the show up. You keep me on. <laughs> you don't have to do that thing and embarrass me, though, where you're stopping in the middle of a word. Oh, Dennis, you don't know what happens to us when we get off. Oh, they know. They all know what happens when we get off the show. All right. Um... Stemper, stick that squash soup up your ass. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> He's going to. I think that's the end of the show, everybody. Thanks for listening to The Dennis Miller Option, exclusively on Westwood One. Tune in to new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday on the Westwood One app, westwoodone.com, and on Apple Podcasts. And remember to rate, review, and share. Until next time, that's the show, and we are out of here. From the Westwood One Podcast Network. Oh.